Right, so hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are in the world. Uh, welcome to Inside Out Effect Podcast. This is episode six, and uh, I'm your host, Stephen Jakes from healingthemind.co.uk. And alongside me, my co-host, uh, the charismatic and the incredible and the lovely Jonathan Shaw. Charismatic, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so Jonathan is, yeah, well, he's, the, he's created the DTO system. Uh, he's a therapist um, and also founder of Decoding Pain and author of the book Decoding Pain, The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain. And so um, we've had a lot of people uh, ask us and, uh, and talk, to, talk to me over the last week or so about this podcast, they're waiting for us to do it. And today we're going to be doing the podcast based on, or it's going to be on the law of attraction and how to manifest easily. And so um, what we're going to be covering today is uh, several topics. Um, so do you want to just cover just... Yep. Say which what, what it is, I'll let you take to a little bit. So. Okay, thanks Steve. Hi hey, everyone. Right. Uh, uh, nice to have you all listening again. Yes, I've been away for a week, so that's why we've not been able to do it a uh, podcast for the past couple of weeks. I've been away on holiday, which was lovely, nice and relaxing. Um, but today in the training, in the podcast, we're going to cover a few things. We're going to cover the missing piece to get law of attraction working effortlessly for you. Uh, the two main blocks that actually sabotage law of attraction from working for you. The myths about visualisation and vision boards, there's a couple of myths that surround them that actually prevent them from working. The secret to magnetising what you want to you, so what your wants and desires are. The missing piece about changing your belief systems. The reason why visualisation or feeling what you want may be a struggle for you and also why gratitude may be difficult for you. And Steve's also going to cover a little bit about the science and some of the other laws that go with law of attraction, because he's the expert in that, and he's been studying that for a very long time, and he knows, I, I, we just did a presentation today, didn't we, Yeah, Steve? we did talk today, it was and great. And he totally blew them away with <laughs> a couple of laws that I only found out when Steve started teaching me about it, um, that, that most people that I know don't know about, and it totally blew away the crowd at yeah, the, at was, the talk today, ridiculous. they absolutely loved it. And, and it helped them understand it a little bit more. He keeps it nice and simple, so he's not going to get all really technical, but he's going to cover a, little, a couple of the, the, the scientific principles, which, yeah. is, which is really great. So, yeah, no, I thought the talk went really, really well. And we want to say if, uh, thank you to Jackie Rands, who put the, the, uh, who put the event on uh, yep. today and got everybody She's there. Amazing lady. Amazing lady. Yep. Absolutely gorgeous. Well, in all fairness, all the ladies there were gorgeous, but a big thank you to Jackie. So if you do listen to this, Jackie, we, uh, we're truly grateful. We and, and we really do appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, she was on holiday. She had a nice holiday. Nice yes, break. I was on holiday. Yes, yeah, I went up to County Durham um, with my mum. We've got relatives up there, yeah, and uh, we stayed just outside of Durham. But um, it was beautiful weather. We took the weather with us. Yeah, that was, it was awful. Absolutely, yeah, you said it was, <laughs> it was awful. awful. I took yeah. the weather with me. So you did take like, the weather. Uh, it was beautiful weather up there. It was nice and sunshine. Um, I moved into a pair while I was up there, so I had a few symptoms come out because obviously I, I rested, I relaxed, yeah. and I moved into a pair. So yeah. I had what are typical illness we call illness symptoms, but it's just repair. Yeah. And um, so I healed all of that and come back refreshed and ready ready for action and ready to, to work harder with you and do more projects. Yeah, no, we've got loads, we've got loads of stuff loads going on. Loads of yeah, stuff yeah, going on. Yeah. I mean, especially the stuff which we're going to be doing in businesses and uh, corporations and stuff as well. So um, that uh, that's going to be happening very soon. And we've got a lot of people interested in what we, we do have, and yes. how we can do that in the workplace. So yeah. that, that's, that's good to, I'm looking forward to that, getting off the ground. But, but before we get into the law of attraction, yes. before we get into talking about that, I've heard since I've been away and I've not really done anything. I've yeah. heard you've had some amazing stories, yes, some amazing healings using the DTO system yourself. Yes. Yeah, uh, and just just tell a couple of, of the, the the quick healing. I mean, they're quick healings. I mean, they're yeah. fast. 
from things that would normally take them weeks or months before, but you've really done it really quickly. So just tell them, just to give them an idea of what's possible. Yeah, so, um, so and I know this lady knows really well, and she said it was okay to mention this, but um, right. so, so one of the clients that, I come, that come to me, she's a bit of a fan, for, she's, she's a great girl, uh, but she uh, come down and had an issue which was go- had been ongoing pretty much from uh, when she was born because she had problems with uh, her ovaries and stuff. And so she's pretty much gone through her whole life never being able to have a child. Right. And so, you know, she's, uh, she's, you know, she's knocking on, you know, a, a decent age now and she's spent her whole life in that situation. And so she come to me and uh, we started talking about, you know, you know what, what that's doing for her and she got very upset and she's very angry about it and very resentful. All the stuff that goes on, as you can imagine, um, what would happen is, you know, if you didn't have a child. And so um, I said to her, obviously, would, would you like to clear that? She said, yeah, I need to get rid of that. I need to clear that. And um, so we w- I went into, you know, for asking her what, it, what you know, what, what what was what it meant to her? Obviously, she got triggered on a lots of levels, and um, and as I went through them, I think it was in within forty minutes I'd managed to clear the whole trauma in her life about not having a child and so the whole life trauma, the whole of life not being able to have a child, not being able to have a child, you cleared in forty minutes, cleared it in forty minutes, yeah. So now I've been in therapy for yeah, twenty years. I've learned lots of techniques, and I've never known technique clear a whole life story that quickly in 40 minutes it normally takes weeks and months to do that but Steve is uh, becoming a master at doing DTO he's even sped up the process which is I think is incredible and he was able to clear his whole trauma in 40 minutes I was blown away when he told me yeah there was also another lady that come and saw me Um, she uh, she she had to sell her uh, so um, a, a nan died um, it was a family home. Um, her mum also died. She never really grieved. She had to sell the property. Um, there's loads of... I mean, it was a massive trauma for her because it was her whole life, basically, and um, that she had to... That she was losing in the instant she had to sell the house. And so she came here. She was in a really... She was in a bad way because there was lots of things. So there was the whole childhood, the selling of the house, the losing of the parent, losing of the mum, the whole grief, all the attachments to it, what it meant to her... Um, how the fact you know she wanted to keep the home and couldn't so she had so much running on this on, on many levels and uh, yeah I got rid of that in 25 minutes <laughs> that's that, that's unbelievable that's minutes. incredible that's 25 unbelievable yeah, uh, 25 minutes uh, so and there's some other ones as well this yeah. week that have been um, that have just I mean they, I'm getting quite a lot of people now and you know it's, it's working on I've managed to get it down to a really nice speed and so you know instead of maybe people going for one or two years yeah um, I'm being able to I'm literally getting rid of you know in one one session now a whole lifetime thing or some really huge stuff for these people and I'm getting it rid of it pretty much in one treatment that's that's amazing yeah that's, it's blown that's me un- away un- as well un- I'm heard of I, I, and when they leave they literally leave yeah. skipping down the path and they're so happy I mean it makes me feel great I shut the door and yeah. I get quite emotional about it because it means so much to me to see for me to be able to do that for somebody yeah it's, it's just it's incredible isn't it to change amazing. someone's world I'm literally yeah, so transforming quick, their life in an hour life, yeah yeah yeah, know? that's incredible. Yeah, so so I've had some really, really good effects. This is why the DTO system is so, 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 so brilliant. This is why um, I believe in it so much and why myself and Jonathan, you know, we're working together and, um, you know, and uh, together I think we can change, we can change, I wouldn't say change the world, but we can change a lot of people's lives very, very, very quickly. Just change a lot of people's lives. That's, yeah. all, that's the reason I do it. I want to change people's lives. I want to help more people live a happier, healthier more successful, more peaceful life. Yeah. Um, and the DTO system's great, very quick at doing that. Yeah. And it's just a simple process. The good thing the good thing about it as well is like, you know, every day, after every session, I'll always send a text message or I'll message them and ask them where they're at. Yeah. And every single one I've had back is, I, I'm in the most amazing place ever. 
Yeah. Uh, and so I know that it's permanent and it's not there. And so it's, you know, it's, it isn't something that just sort of goes away and then might come back later on. It's, it's no. gone. It's gone. It's gone. Because yeah, you do see the clients next week for other things. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I mean, that one, that, that one life situation yeah. was huge for that lady. I mean, yeah. Carrying that for so long and that would affect the health. And you said there's a positive side effect of doing. What's the positive? So with this lady, well, she's, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, Rebecca. So what's she, the positive side effect she's, she's had? She's lost. So in seven weeks, yeah, of coming to see me, yeah, clearing you know some past traumas and beliefs and stuff from her childhood and all the rest of it's going yeah. on. Um, she originally contacted me to for weight loss. Right. She, was, she, she, you know, she she was overweight and wanted to lose weight, and so anyway, we didn't even go to the weight loss, and right. uh, she's lost a stone. Stone. Wow. Without, all I've done is cleared some traumas. And did she exercise more or do no do no, diet not, or anything? No, she's or? done no diet. She but she has done a bit of walking. Bit of walking, but, yeah, but you know, ten minutes here and there. But actually, okay, she's lost not a really stone in seven a seven, stone in seven, seven weeks. weeks. Yeah. Now, now the reason I mention that is because DTO you often get a positive side effect, but that more covering what we're about to talk to you with law attraction because. Yes. Because that kind of leads us straight into law of attraction. Because before she was trying to lose weight, she couldn't do it. She's trying traditionally what she thought she should do. But by clearing her past, by clearing her beliefs, it happened naturally. It's like she attracted and just dropped off the weight. Yes, yeah, she did, yeah. I mean, and it just dropped off of And her. people at work have been saying, what's going on? You look different, you look different. Yeah. I even said to her when she came up, I said, you look, you look lost weight. She goes, you're about the 15th person this week that said it. So, yeah, you know, right. it's great. It's and, fantastic. And one of my clients had a very similar... Uh, 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 Result? Result, yeah. result, but a positive side effect, I was <laughs> yeah. trying to, I couldn't say it, I couldn't yeah. spit it out. Um, and she lost weight off, now she wasn't over, completely overweight, but she had put on um, some bloating and things, and she literally lost that within 48 hours, and the people who saw her 48 hours before and then saw her again said, what, hell, what, what have you done in 48 <laughs> hours? Because she completely toned her stomach and everything yeah. else in yeah. 48 hours, and it yeah. just dropped off of her, yeah. because that's a positive side effect. Yeah. But it does kind of lead us nicely into law of attraction, so for those who are wondering how DCO works with law of attraction, yeah. it's actually one of the, the, the techniques I've learnt that is the fastest thing for evoking law of attraction. Yeah. It works so quickly. Yeah. Well, I know it's happened for me. It's happened for you as well, yeah. hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And, I, and everyone that I work with, as soon as I clear something... It works for them, it so works, we'll yeah. go into that we'll and into how that and why. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it is very good. Now, just before we crack on, I know that there's a lot of people out there that believe in it. There's a lot of people that read the secret. There's a lot of people that do it and practice it and believe in it and are constantly trying to manifest. And uh, YouTube's full of it. And then there's also the naysayers. And I know there's a lot of naysayers that think, yeah. oh, we, you know, it's not about law of attraction. It's about law of our work or law of creation. And then yeah. it's to a degree that's right, but. Um, as far as I'm aware, I've witnessed it. I've seen it, and yes. so and so by doing that, there is a there is a solution and a secret to it, and we're going to sort of uncover that loosely today, and basically try and explain really why it's probably not working for you, yes. and the times it has worked for you, yes, and <laughs> you know, that, so and, and 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 some of the tips to get it to work for you, explain why it's not. And how you can get it to work yes. for you. Or what, what is the sabotage that's running for that. Yes. And, you know, I, I used this as a kid. I didn't know it was law of attraction when I was a kid. But I actually did use this a couple of times. I remember when I was a magician. Um, and I was going in for the junior magic competition. The junior yeah. stage competition. And there was actually two categories. Junior and senior. And um, I was going for the junior one. And for three weeks building up to this, for some reason, in my bed every night, I would imagine winning the junior and the senior. Now, I had no idea what law of attraction was. I had no idea what beliefs were at this point. I was yeah. young. And um, I just naturally imagined winning both. And guess what happened? <laughs> I did win both, which severely annoyed 
the senior guy who was trying to win it. Um, <laughs> and I think I was one of the first people to do that in, in, that, uh, in that Magic Club at the time. And I didn't know that was Law of Attraction at the time, but that's how that happened. When I look back, I went, that's how that happened. Now, yes, I did train in magic. I did study. It's not like I imagined myself winning magic competition and I didn't do any magic, because I did. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that you can still be really good at your job and do really great, but if you don't visualise the right way or have the right beliefs, you're not going to get in there. Yeah, you've also got to be in alignment with it. I mean, for a law of attraction to work, it has to be in alignment with it. For example, I hear so many people that say to me, go, oh, right, so if I want to play, I'm 48 years old, so so if I want to play centre-forward for uh, England then? Well, that's not well, going to happen, not is gonna, it? No. At 48 years old, you're not going to do it. So no. there's no way that it's going to happen. So it has to have some... The universe has to be able to, to give that to you in order for it to work. So you have yes. to be in alignment. It has to be within your capabilities, your skill set, your within your within your yes. realm of possibility. Yeah. Once it's in the realm of possibility, then you can invoke the law of attraction. So I want to clear that up because otherwise we're going, oh, well, I can't be an astronaut, I'm 88. How no. do I track that? Well, you've got to use some common sense with it. No, but at the same time, what I've said to people, I've had little cousins with big dreams and they are older in life and obviously the dream they want is more for a young, younger person. But having said that, they can get close to it. So you can't... So if someone wanted to be an astronaut, okay, if you're 50, no, you're not going to become an astronaut. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. Not, I mean, not, they, yeah, I could say that, but I mean, you know, one day they might... Well, I think there is older people older They're the older now, people but, now doing it. But the mean is, is that if you're, if you're a plumber... Yeah, <laughs> if you're a plumber in in, in Hackney, yeah, and you want to all of a sudden try and <laughs> attract that in your life, yeah. it's going to be pretty it's gonna, difficult. It's be it's difficult. Got, so it's got to have a, it's got, it's got to, to be in some... the realm of possibility. And if you know about collapsing the wave and all the rest of it, it has yeah. to be it has to be within the realm of possibility in order for it to. Happen. But you can get closer to it. You can end up working for NASA or end up teaching it in a school. You can yeah. you can get close to it. You might always get exactly what. Yeah. Excuse me, what you want, but you can certainly get close to what yeah, you I, want I think so by thinking the right way. So if you are a plumber and you want to teach space or go to NASA, you can do it. Maybe it might be your dream to just go to NASA and visit the space station. Yeah. You can still do that, but you can evoke it with law of attraction. Yeah. And no, we're not saying you don't have to work hard, but there's a difference between working really hard or working smart. And a lot of people, what they do is because they don't evoke law of attraction, they end up working harder than they actually need to and when they do try and take opportunities, they do do the hard work. The hard work's coming from a place of what they think they should do rather than, than it, happen naturally. it happening naturally and taking so, the right action yeah, so, and the right opportunity. So there, there is a teaching uh, that I've learned, which I learned a while ago. And what, what, you've got to impress it on the subconscious what it is you want. So you've got to invoke all of the senses and you've got to believe that it's real and happened in a past tense. But what happens is, is when you sow the seed into the subconscious... What normally happens is is that once it's the seed is sown, your subconscious then and the outside world will create a, a, what they call a bridge of incidents that will take you step by step by step by step to your manifestation. Yes. And but what happens is is that you you once you've dropped the the seed and you no longer you drop the desire of it and you forget about it, there'll be a set of incidents that lead you to that. But then you won't actually consciously realise that that step led to that, to that, to that, to that, to that, to that, to the manifestation. That's right. And then ultimately what happens is, is you'll end up there and it will just seem like it happened naturally and law of attraction wasn't really, or the manifestation process wasn't actually really part of it because there were so many steps to get to it. And so most people think, well... Uh, no, that it wasn't law of attraction. It wasn't manifestation. It was because Derek introduced you to George, and George introduced you to Phil, and then you went to here and went there, and then this happened and that happened, and ended up creating but the that situation. But that is actually law of attraction. But that working. is actually law of attraction working. Because yeah. when people try to evoke law of attraction, or when they, people want something, they try and work out how to get it. Yeah. 
That's not your job. Your job is to clear your blocks and visualize what you yeah. want. The universe will Live take in care the of end. the how. Yeah, the universe will take care of the how. Yeah. You just need to focus on what you want. Yeah. The mistake people make is trying to work out the how, and that is when they struggle. That's when they they work hard. They need to. That's when it, the work becomes a fight, and you end up slogging yourself to death. Yeah. Because well, you're trying to work out how to well, you're make trying, your dream come yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. And what ends up happening is you're thinking of it yeah. and not thinking from, from it. it. Yes. And that's the key thing. Yeah, you've got to think from the, the feeling. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, people say, oh, if I just think of a million pounds, I'll get it. Yeah. No, because it, law of attraction can't be that quick with some yeah. things because everything you thought of will just appear in front of you. Yeah. So that's insane. Yeah. If I thought of a grey elephant, bam, an elephant yeah. appears. Yeah. That, well, if you're a magician, that works great. But if you're not, that's yeah. no good. So you don't want... And sometimes what we think we want is not always exactly what we want. It changes over time as it we does, visualise yeah. it. So the universe actually has a period of time where it's, it's cement. It's 4D to 3D. So you you basically thinking in visualisation and using the energy to project the outcome into a 4D spiritual per se environment. Yeah. And then it takes a little bit of time for the matter, the solid stuff, the 3D environment, to catch up with it. Yes. Because that energy is vibrating at a faster frequency and therefore it takes a lot longer for the matter yeah. to catch up with it yeah. and, and do that. So that's what, I've, that's what I understand of it yeah. and, uh, and that's what I've experienced with it. Great. In some cases, things have happened instantly. Oh, in some cases, things will happen literally <coughs> instantaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think I think the bigger the thing is, the more it takes to solidify in the 3D world. Yeah. But the other thing as well is the bigger the thing is, the more emotional attachment you've got to it, and it's harder to drop, and therefore you then start trying to make the manifestation happen rather than it attracting to you. Rather than actually just let yeah. it yeah. unfold. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so we've covered a little bit about what we can talk about. Yeah. So what we're going to do now, we're going to cover the typical law of attraction techniques and explain to you then why these maybe may not working so the most common ones are visualization you then have vision boards um you have subliminal videos now that was back when i first learned law of attraction i don't know if they still do it these days you have affirmations mind movies now isn't it that's it mind movies that's what it's called mind movies movies. i used to have them on computer yeah they never really worked for me yeah Uh, but if they do work for you that's great that's not what we're saying we're saying if it's not working what do you do there's affirmations there's prayer there's positive self-talk living in the end result as steve just mentioned And assumptions, assuming you have it yeah, assumptions within are your language. Yeah. Now, those are the, 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 the seven or eight most common techniques that we use. But I'm guessing a lot of you and a lot of people at the talk that we did today and a lot of people that we speak to, these are not working for them. No. Um, they're not, um, I suppose the other one there was gratitude, which we missed off. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're not working well, or they're working in some areas, but not others. So why are they not working? Well, I'll just, yeah, working? quickly. I mean, I just like say, when I was learning all of this and, you know, and I started learning about this, you know, the hermetic principles and all the rest of it and found this stuff out, what I actually uh, come to realise was I was doing all of those. Yeah, and yet it still wasn't working. And how long were you doing all those for? Uh, I would term. I'd probably say it was a good eighteen months. Right. So, and and in all fairness, not, I didn't really actually. <laughs> I didn't actually attract anything. Did you, <laughs> you not? Know? No. no well, no. I mean, I know we're manifesting everything all the time, but now I know why. And yes. absolutely why. Yeah. But this is the thing. This is why I want to do podcasts. But I was doing that a lot, all of them. Right. And when I look at them, I was doing this, I was believing it, I was doing it, I was thinking, why isn't it working for me? And then I just basically lost faith in it and thought it's a load of hocus pocus, moment, jumbo, magic crap, blah, blah, blah. And that's the problem. Yes. When it doesn't work, yes. the, pe- the naysayers, they've tried it, it didn't work, so they think it's a load of rubbish and they get this belief system. Yeah. It's not, it's just the, there, there are blocks to it. Yeah. So the, all those techniques are great, but if there are blocks in the way, it won't work. And we can explain what some of those blocks are. Yeah. I, With other techniques I learned, like other healing techniques, I couldn't 
cleared things exactly to get law of attraction working for me. DTO is the first thing that I found that evokes law of attraction almost instantaneously. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it is literally yeah, like magic. Absolutely. It happens with my clients yeah, every single time. my clients as well. It happens with me. And it's almost instantaneous. Something changes almost instantly in the I got, moment. I had a friend come see me Tuesday. Uh, lovely girl. Really lovely. We had dinner. Um, she had something going on. And I cleared it. And yesterday I get a phone call going, you won't believe what just happened to me. Yeah. And she told me four things that she had attracted, which was related to the change in... The blocks of yeah. what I changed on the Tuesday. And, yeah. You know, I don't want to obviously disclose who this person is, no, no, no. and she'll probably be listening to it. But, yeah. um, but she, I mean, it was just amazing. So she phoned me up, and said, "This has happened. This has happened. This has happened. This is It's just been a mad day. Yeah. Three days. It was three days after, and I found that that the three days seemed to be the magic magic day for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, so that's a good observation. I've not noticed that. Yeah, before, three days. You're right. Three uh, days. One yeah. of my clients, she she had a client many years ago. She had a problem with her husband's ex. And there was a child involved, and my, my client wanted to take the child to, to get help naturally, and the ex was having none of it. And although my client had no interaction with, with her husband's ex at all, she heard it all through the, the guy. Yeah. She never interacted with, with the, 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 ex, the ex-wife. Uh, it was frustrating, and she kept trying to think of ways to change it, and she really just wanted to help the little boy. It's all, it was, she coming from a good place. She wanted to help the little boy, but the ex was having none of it, and... And the guy, you know, for whatever reason, wasn't standing up to the ex for whatever reason. And all I did was change my client's belief systems. And she didn't believe me that I could we could change it. I changed her belief systems. And within, in a few days, she called me and said, oh, my God, you'll never believe what happened. She's now going to let us take the boy to to get help. And she's completely changed. And she's a lot calmer and nicer. Yeah, the same. And, that's a very, very similar story to what happened to me yesterday. And at the same time, I can validate that when you cleared a belief for me... Yeah. Within three hours, I got a phone call from my ex and said to exactly. me, when am I picking my boy up? And it was like, oh my God, that happened yeah. in three hours for me. So it does work when you change the energy. Yeah, so. when you change the energy, it works. So the techniques they put out, they're all great. But what happens, this is about what happens when they're not working. What is the missing piece? So the first thing I want to cover is there are a, a couple of main myths about visualisation and vision boards. Yeah. And these are really important to understand. So the first myth is that visualisation and gratitude will manifest what you want if you do it consistently. Yeah. Bollocks. This is not what will happen, because if you are blocked to it, you can do it to your blue in the face, like Steve said, he did yeah. for 18 months. Yeah. And I know, if you don't know Steve, Steve puts his heart and soul into everything. Yeah. When he learns something, he learns it better than the guy who's <laughs> teaching it to him. I mean, he's taken my DTO system and changed it, improved it, and in the short space of time he's been doing it. Yes. He learns it better than the person who teaches it originally. He puts his heart and soul into it. And so I know that he was doing it really well. And he, I know how well he does it now because by changing his belief systems, it's made it easier for him to do it. Yeah. And he's visualising all sorts of things and even visualising for other people and they're coming true. I've had a couple of amazing things happen, yeah. But... Yeah. But it wasn't working because there were some blocks. And one of the keys is that if you think just visualising and gratitude will work, consist- if you do it consistently enough, it won't. If it's not working for you, there's a block in the way. Yeah. And we're going to tell you what the block is in a minute. So... It's a myth that if you just do it consistently, it will work. Yes, it once your blocks are out of the way, you can do it and it will work. But visualisation should be fun. It should be a game. Yeah. It should be something you enjoy doing in your head. If there's any stress in there or doubt, 
it's not going to work. The other thing as well I want to say is that with it, you can, if you, you will have the block, but if you're still emotionally attached to the outcome and you're yeah. constantly thinking about it and obsessing over it, that also will block it. Yes, because so, you're teaching the universe you haven't got it. Yeah. So by doing that, you're, going, you're telling the universe, well, you haven't got it, I'm yeah. frustrated, and, yeah. and it just gives you back Plant back. the seed, drop it, forget it. Exactly, yeah. forget it. Yeah. The second myth is that visualised and gratitude, so visualisation and gratitude will eventually change your subconscious. Yeah. Again, bollocks. Uh, it can for some people, but if it's not, the reason why is because there's a block in the way. Just imagining something will not override a strong emotional belief if it's very strong. Yes. So if you've had a trauma or you've had a shock or something really bad has happened or... You've got you, low self-worth. You've got so low self-worth or you've got a lack of confidence yeah, or conf- you're trying to put something new out there and you're frightened to put yourself out in yeah. the public. That fear is stronger than the image you're trying to create and the fear will override it every time. You have to switch the unconscious block off so you can visualise and be gratitude grateful naturally yes so these two things about visualizing gratitude forget them until you can change your inner self and the beliefs you're running yes and this is one of the things they don't really talk about i mean they you do hear it in the in the start of things well you do also hear it in a lot of some of the i mean there's a lot of people of the youtube channels that talk about this and expand on this and they always constantly go on about uh what you need to do is what we're saying is you need to be able to uh change your beliefs because you need to believe 100 percent how heartily you're going to have it or you've already got it but the problem is is if you've got limiting beliefs or things that block it then then you can't do that, and they will tell you that's the problem, but they don't tell you how to switch them off or no, change it or to remove it. They the just sort of say that this is what you need to do. You need to get rid of the beliefs. Yeah. Great, thank you. I know that. So how do we do how it? How do you do it? But do most do people it? don't, and they continue to carry on doing what they always do in the hope uh, that it will happen because they don't know any better and they cannot find the information out there that will actually help them switch off the beliefs or the blocks. Which is what we can which do. Which is what we can we do. Can do. The yeah. detail system does that very, very easily. And once you learn it, you can start switching things off and clearing things yeah. really easily. Um, now, if you are finding visualization and gratitude difficult or it feels awkward, then we're going to explain why. Steve's going to talk about a law, the law of repulsion. Yeah. And I'm going to explain to you the two things that sabotage you from visualizing and feeling gratitude. Because if you've had a lot of shit happen in your life, then you're not going to want to feel grateful. In fact, it's hard to feel grateful. But that's not the problem. The problem is not what's happened to you. It's something else that's running. So Steve's going to explain the law of repulsion. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about the sabotage. So what... Well, is a law of repulsion. Well, what they don't tell you about, and this is the same thing, is that you know we all, everyone goes on and we talk about the law of attraction and how to manifest and how to attract what we want in our life. But what we actually uh, don't talk about is the opposite to the law of attraction, which is the law of repulsion. Mm. And so if we don't attract, it's like a magnet. You know, a yeah. magnet will attract and a magnet will repel. Exactly. And as, as we are energetic beings, if we're not energetically aligned with it, we repel it. Because we won't attract it because there'll be something pushing it away. Now, that pushing away could be a case of not believing it, not wanting it, not deserving it. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, the the chances are that if you're not attracting it, then you are repelling it. And it's, it's a case of being able to change that in order to then to remove the thing that's blocking or to repel it. 
and then been able to attract it. Yeah. So that's a very really short, short, a shorter version of it. Um, there's for those of you who don't know, there's the seven hermetic principles, which is um, by the you know the book of Thoth, and or not by the book of Thoth, by Thoth or Hermes Trismegistus, I should say. And he basically came up with these seven principles of how everything is and how everything is in this world. And they are there's the seven rules of mentalism, correspondence, and polarity, and all the rest of them. Go and listen to it. It will open your eyes into understanding law of attraction because law of attraction has pretty much something to do with all of those seven principles and once you understand those seven principles and get a good understanding of them uh, then you 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 then start to understand why you're repelling but if you're not attracting you're repelling so there's a, there's the, there's, a, so, there's so the opposite no. because we live in a, a dual world yeah we live in a dual world up down left right you know um you know hot cold so we've got attraction, but we've also got repulsion. And so that's really important that nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. And, they, so, and it's so simple. It's, it's, it's really but, but obvious, isn't it? It's obvious. But yeah. I did not know. See, I, I, didn't, I haven't studied law. Steve's opening my eyes to, I'm opening my eyes to the laws. Yeah. And there's actually quite a few laws, which I didn't know about. And I, I just, you know, create a system that switches off the blocks and it happens naturally. But actually understanding the laws has made what I do make more sense. Yes, it will do. It's yeah. made the DTO system... <laughs> yes. Make me realise why it works so well, yeah. uh, just by understanding that. So Steve's opened my eyes by understanding that law of repulsion. Yeah. So what is it that creates law of repulsion? repulsion? Well, that's what I'm going to explain now. There are there are actually three things that create law of repulsion, but I'm going to cover two of them today. And it's what sabotages us. It's what causes the feel we don't deserve. Yeah. It's what causes us to feel that we're not good enough. It's it's what lies under fear, anger, resentment, bitterness. And sometimes these two things are obvious and sometimes they're very subtle. So some of you out there will go, oh, yeah, I feel that way. And others will go, no, I don't. But to the ones who go, no, I don't, it's really subtle underneath it. And you need to know the right questions to get to it, but it will be there somewhere. So the two responses that sabotage law of attraction more than anything, and this is from my experience of doing DTO, is what the DTO system states. It may not be other system state, but it's what DTO states. The two responses that sabotage law of attraction are guilt and shame. And you can have guilt and shame about the thing you want to attract. You can have guilt and shame about things you've done. You can or have guilt and shame about having the thing that you want. About having the thing you want. You can have want. guilt and shame about attracting the thing you want. Yeah. You can have guilt and shame just about thinking about wanting the thing that you want. Yes. Uh, I had, that was one of my blocks. Yeah. Just thinking about making more money. Could trigger you. Triggered me to feel guilty. Yeah. I shouldn't be thinking about making yeah, more money. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I was stuck with that. Um, it, but it could be equally a guilt or shame of, of an action you did in the past yes. and you feel so guilty about it you don't feel you deserve anything. Yeah, deserve anything. Or yeah, a no. perceived thing you did in the past because yeah. sometimes we have guilt and shame. Sometimes, As human beings, we do do things wrong. We, let's admit that right now. We make yeah. mistakes. Yeah. And sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small. So we often know the things we've done in the past that we know were wrong and we feel guilt and shamed about it. But there's other things in the past that where we didn't really do anything wrong but we still feel guilt and shame about those too. And if we have those well, running... Other, well, yeah, the other thing as well is you could watch a video about some poor country where you see people living in poverty and then all of a sudden you're trying to manifest a house, a house car, a million car, pounds, and you're like, hang on a minute, that's yeah, not fair. That's not right. To go there you go, straight away, you're yeah. going to feel guilty about having it because you don't think that you're... That if, because of those people and you don't think you're good enough or it's wrong to have it. So there's a whole multitude of guilt and shame that you can whole, have that are real or perceived or that you create in the moment of the thing that you want to attract. Yes. So the guilt and shame will actually sabotage you from attracting what you want and it will repel 
yes, what you want. That's repel- the point of it. The guilt and shame is repelling what you want. So the first thing you must do is is clear the guilt and shames. Now DTO has a very very simple way of doing that, and um, we're not going to walk you through DTO on on the on the the the, the this this podcast we haven't got time we want to keep it as short as possible but there will be a, a way where you can learn basic dto when a website is live yes yeah the other thing i want to say is the other thing that really 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 might screw people's head up is the thing that you manifested might have already appeared but because you've got guilt and shame let's say you wanted a relationship yeah right and you've want this, you've, you've visualized this person this person's going to be this and that and they're going to be this and you're going to be happily married and it's all going to be great and you're going to have the love of your life and the universe all of a sudden puts that person in front of you. But because you're running the guilt and shame that you don't want another relationship because relationships are bad, yeah. you don't have the you don't, you you don't have it. You, you don't, don't see take, it. You, you don't, don't see it. That's the person. That's the person right in front of you. And it's already been. It's already that's there. Right. And sometimes that can happen. Yes. Yeah. So the thing could be you've close actually, you've or nearly actually there. attracted it, but because you're running the guilt and shames, you don't want the relationship because you feel guilty about having the relationship. And that thing that you manifested has come and gone, but you don't even realise it. Yeah. You're still going. Oh, I'm still waiting for my. Absolutely my, correct. So that also happens. So the guilt and shame is really slippery. Sometimes it's obvious, sometimes it's subtle, but it, it drives a lot of things. Yeah. And a lot of the time now, when me and Steve work with people, we're just switching off guilts and shames and the third thing as well. The reason I'm not saying the third thing is because that can trigger a lot of people. And I tend to just do that in clinic or on trainings when I was there at times. Yeah, same people. for me as well, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a deeper conflict and it can trigger a lot of people if we just talk about it. So we don't want to trigger you guys. Sometimes I just talk about guilt and shame triggers, but I mean, we... Did the talk today? It went really well. But as soon as we mentioned guilt and shame, three people burst into tears. <laughs> three people did burst into tears. Bless them. Now we was able to calm that down quickly, but the third thing sometimes takes a little bit longer, yeah. and we didn't have time for that. Yeah. So we don't want to trigger you too much. But the the these the two responses, two, the key two of the these are the key two. These for are the repelling, key two. I, I think. Yeah, these are key two that repel, and and um, once you know this, you can find them. And then you can start to switch them off using yeah. the DTO system. And when you do, just doing that alone will start naturally attracting better things to you. So you may not attract necessarily specific things, but your life will improve. So even if you just clear general guilts and shames, life will just get happier, more peaceful. You'll attract better people to you. You'll attract more friendly people. Less bad things will happen. You'll you'll just start attracting generally better things. Then if you have something specific you want to manifest, you can find the guilts and shames under the specific thing and then you'll draw it to yeah. you quicker. Yeah. And it's not always about the beliefs. It's sometimes just about the guilt and shame. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is where well, you've got to realise is we are manifesting every day. Yes, law of attraction is working. We are actually doing it every constantly, day. Constantly, whether you, you use like it, it correctly or not. Or not. Yeah. It's a natural law like gravity. You, you, you're walking down the street. You don't yeah. have to think about keeping your feet on the ground. You're not walking down, well, I must keep my feet on the ground and visualise myself keeping my feet on the ground, otherwise I'm going to lose gravity. Yeah. It's being able to con- being able to manipulate and control it to your benefit to, to the things you want rather than letting it happen to you. That's right. Yeah, and most that's the problem is, is we let, it, life happens to us yes. and it's not in control and these things happen to us. And but then actually, then it's your belief. Powerless yeah, and, and we get despondent. Yeah, and, and I totally get God it. God hates me. Yeah, and, and, stuff, and life sucks. I'm unlucky. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and I get it because before, I, I couldn't manifest things yeah, as I quick. Yeah, same here. And, and I, I almost lost faith in it because I couldn't work out how to clear enough of my stuff to to get more traction to work because I was thinking so negative at one point. Um, but the key but, thing, the key thing is, is ultimately, is that when you're doing all of those practices and you're actually doing it and listening, and they do, they are all, they are the things that you, that, that need to be done. But the the guilt and shame supersedes that all of those eight techniques yeah. Yeah, all day long. Does, yeah. So you can spend an eternity doing that, 
And if there's a guilt and a shame about the thing you're trying to attract that's blocking it, then that's it. It just you, won't it happen, just won't no matter what. It's yeah, literally like standing in front of a brick wall and the thing you want is on the other side of the brick wall, but yeah. the guilt and shame is a brick wall. It yeah. might be right there, 100 yards away, yeah. and your guilt and shame's going, no, you're not having it. Yeah. You're not good enough. Yeah. You, you don't, don't deserve, deserve it. it. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> right, of yeah. something you did a million years ago that yeah. maybe you did or maybe you didn't do. Yeah. But the thing important in with guilt and shame is it's a fight and flight response. And fine flight's not who you are. Yeah. And the myth about guilt, the biggest myth about guilt, is that we should keep guilt because it will stop us doing it again in the future. That is bollocks. Often, guilt does one of two things. It either drives us away from that thing and makes us very insecure and timid and not want to go and do anything at all in case we do something bad. Yeah. Or it keeps driving us to do the same behaviour over and over again. Yeah, it tends, for the people that I know from my own experience, that it kept me, well, it kept me redoing it over it and over again. It keeps you redoing the Then behavior. and then, when I realised that's what was going on, I went the other way and then just hid away for a couple of away. years. That's so what it so does. I did. I mean, you don't want to behave that way, so you hide away. I did, yeah. So it makes you do the yeah. polar opposite. I'm glad it happened. Yeah. And look at me now. Look at you. Look at where you are now. Look at me now. Um, you're back in your kitchen with your yeah, tank top yeah. on. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. So he's wearing a hoodie, not a tank top. Yeah, it's a it's a Tottenham Hotspur one, mate. It's not Tottenham Hotspur, is it? So, so the guilt can actually make you make you keep you doing the behaviour, or just shy away from ever going out, so you don't do that behaviour. So it's a myth that guilt stops you from doing it. The only way to stop yourself from repeating the behaviour is to switch the guilt off. Yeah. And I would say that to anyone who's committed any really bad crime who comes to see me who needs help, I would still switch their guilt and shame off because it will just cause them to repeat the problem. Yeah. But most of us have never committed a really bad crime. We're feeling guilt and shame about human things because we are human. We do fuck up. Yeah. We do make mistakes. You know, we, we hurt people. We break people's hearts. Yeah. We say bad things. And often, if we're really good people, we feel so guilt and ashamed about these little things, or sometimes we just feel guilt and ashamed about the way we feel. Um, and or, well, some or, people just feel guilty because for being themselves. Yeah, just for being yourself. Just or for, not being themselves. Yeah. They spend a lot of time not being themselves, and yeah. they feel guilty they're not being themselves. So there's so much to it. There's, but when you understand, or you can find what they are, and and realise that the reason that law of attraction isn't working for you is fundamentally those things and it'll be the guilt and shame that stop you. When you know that and you can identify them and you can have a technique to switch them off, then things start happening. Yes. I've, I mean, the stuff we've done together has been happening. I'm living proof of it, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't sit on a podcast and put it out to the world no. and say it was not true because no. I've experienced it a lot. And I've even, and the other thing as well is I've been able to do it for other people. So yeah. the thing that I found is my biggest successes is when I've wanted and wanted things for other people. Yeah. So you know, there's a there was a girl. She lost a necklace. Yeah. Um, it meant a hell of a lot to her. She was in, devastated. It was a, you know she was absolutely devastated about it. And I said to her, I'm going to you're gonna. I told her in the car. I said to her in the car. I said, I guarantee you're gonna find your necklace. I said I don't know when, but you will find it. And I've done all of the all of the techniques. Yeah for her to find it I imagined the telephone call of her to it three weeks later she said oh my god I found my necklace I found my necklace she sort of told me in a way exactly how the conversation was that I imagined it yeah. and when I said where was it she said oh, well it was really weird it sort of just like magically appeared in front of my eyes and the sofa and I was like, oh, scary. Yeah. yeah. But she found she got a necklace. And so that, that was something else was, as well. So but, I know, but, but there's no you, attachment to it. No, you had no blocks. I had no blocks. So it was but, really easy for me to manage. Share your story about what happened recently. He was trying to imagine something specific and it was triggering something. Yeah. So I've, so there's something I'm trying to manifest into my life. And, uh, and what happened was it goes back quite a long way, about, you know, 30 years or so. And there was a specific person 
and I was trying to manifest a situation with that person maybe in it. And what happened was is that that something happened a long time ago, which I hadn't resolved. So when I thought about that person, it instantly triggered all my pain and trauma of that person 30 so years ago. So every time you're visualising being with that person, it just triggered your past with that. Yeah, and it put me in a bad place for about two, day, two or three right. days. And I, and I couldn't work out what was going on. And then I realised that what was happening is as soon as I thought of that person, it triggered all of the trauma and pain and hurt and suffering that I'd never yeah. resolved from the past. Yeah. And then as soon as I switched that off, all of a sudden now the, 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 the whole visualising process now is not triggering me in any way, shape or form. So it's a classic example of how something really good, a technique you're supposed to use and work, yeah. visualisation, was actually triggering Steve yeah. because of a trauma had happened and he hadn't switched that off and that was blocking him and now he can visualise it and he's fine. Yeah. So that's a really good example of how that works, which is why I wanted Steve to explain that. Thank you for that. That's right. Um, so, so part of it is clearing your guilt and shames and recognising that the guilt is an illusion and the shame is that you shouldn't be feeling it. And sometimes they're obvious, sometimes they're not. For the ones who sit there and go, oh, I haven't got any guilt and shames, you're the ones who really need to look down deep and find your guilt and shames. Because yeah. I felt the same way. I'm exactly in your boat. I didn't know what I felt guilt and shame about. Um, the way I discovered this was I was trying to work out why I feel I didn't deserve. Because for me, it was a, a lack of deserving. And with clients, they had this lack of deserving. And no matter what I did to try and clear that, sometimes it worked, sometimes it wouldn't. Yeah. And it I get miss, stuck. It? it was hit and miss. Yeah, very hit and miss. And I was yeah. trying to work out where does that come from. Yeah. And I can't remember how I got there. I think it was a combination of me seeing different things and hearing different things. And I suddenly went, oh my God. We feel we don't deserve because we feel guilty about something or ashamed of something we've done or perceived we've done. And as soon as I got that and started switching off the guilts and shames, my life got better. Yeah. My life naturally uh, got yeah. easier and got better and better. And then I started recognising more guilts and shames about the things I wanted, not yeah. just about what I'd yeah, done. Yeah, so I, I, I found that for me. So there was something I want, I'm trying to manifest now, yeah. which is this most amazing clinic for which we want to have. That's and right, yeah, so yeah. So I want to be, I want, I want to manifest this clinic. So uh, if the universe is listening, you've, I've now put it out there. Uh, but uh, we want, I want this amazing clinic. And uh, so, so me and Jonathan can work there and help people and it's going to be an amazing clinic but then when I started I was visualising but I was getting triggered by it and when I actually was like oh, why, 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 why is this making me feel crappy yeah. <laughs> this is meant to be my dream this is my dream feel crappy. no I'm thinking why oh yeah and then when I realised it it's, I felt I didn't deserve the I felt well am I good enough to have a clinic yeah. am, I, am I qualified enough to have a clinic uh, oh am I good enough for it oh well people won't come and I had all these negative the man who switched off trauma in 35 minutes yeah. that was a <laughs> lifetime of trauma am I good enough yeah. But, oh, gee, let me think. Yeah, but the, that's the thing. You see, it's but that, but that. But it's for me, not logical, is it? No, it's not logical. Guilt and shame is not had, logical. Yeah, because there was. But once I switched the guilt and shame off, now I can go back and start recreating and visualizing yeah. the manifestation that I want, and I'm not being triggered now. No. So I know that potentially that's a possibility. Yes. And you won't get everything that you want to attract. I'm going to make this quite clear. You you will not get the thing that you are visualizing or you're trying to attract or trying to manifest. You won't get all of them. You'll get some of them. And you won't get some of them. Yeah. So don't be too um, cemented into just going for one thing because that one thing might not happen. But there'll be... So I tend to do lots of things yeah. and uh, and I just play with it and use my imagination yeah. and I feel like I've already got it and achieved it. And if I can't do that, I'm getting triggered. I know I need to go and switch off what it is that's, that's blocking it. it. So yes. at least all the time now, everything that I'm doing, I've now at least at least all my possibilities are possibilities, not fifty yes. percent of them. They're all, possibilities. So they're all possibilities now because I've switched off the blocks or the thing that would that was blocking. And myself. the other thing, the reason sometimes you might not get what some of the visualizations is because as you clear things, 
you won't want that thing anymore. Yeah, that's you'll the other want thing different well. things. So you'll start off visualizing what, what you think you want, but you're coming from a place of of who's not really you. Yeah. So you're imagining something that you might not actually want. Well, you or, feel guilty, so you want that thing. Now the guilt's going to go, oh, well, I, don't I don't really want, want it now. now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the universe will actually give you what you really, really yeah, want deep yeah. down once you clear you and what's in line with you. Yeah. But it will always be grey. It will never be yeah. negative unless guilt and shame's running. Yeah. And then you will attract negative situations. You'll attract bad people, bad situations, criticisms, injustice. You'll attract all the negativity because you're repelling with guilt and shame. And I tell you what, I was a master of that. You mastered that, didn't you, mate? From yeah. the age of 15 to the age yeah. of 38 years old, I was an absolute yeah. master at attracting and so many people horrendous are, stuff in But my it life, literally comes down to yeah. these two responses. Yeah. And when I realised that, I was... I, it Not like that now, world. though. Everything's happening now everything's for me. Cha- everything's changing. transformation. Yeah. So, and, 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 and there's hope. For anyone else out there, yeah, listening. and everything's changed for me as well. Just yeah. switching, just recognizing that made such a difference. Yeah, um, and maybe that was obvious to other people, but it wasn't obvious to me. Yeah. And when I realized that, it changed my yeah. world. Yeah. So now we're going to cover the. So now we've covered the sabotage. We're going to go over the secret to making uh, you magnetize to what you want. So what actually magnetizes to what you want? And before I get into the secret that uh, Steve is going to cover the law of correspondence. Yeah, the law of correspondence. So it's the second law of uh, second Hermetic uh, principle. Yeah, it's law of correspondence. And so, for those of you who don't know, um, you might have heard the saying: "As above, so below; so below, as above; and yep. so within, so without; or as within, so without; and yep. so without, as within." And so that is the law of correspondence. So what does that actually mean, though? Uh, but well, it means Just make it simple. Okay, that's complicated in my brain. I know what it means. Yeah. But in my, in my head explodes sometimes when I hear that. Okay, so basically what really that means is that as within, so whatever's going in with you will appear in the outside world. So what's going in within you yeah. is what's going in without. So for example, if I want to believe that the world's a terrible place and it's dangerous and full of horrible people and there's anger and stuff everywhere in the world, yeah. then when I live in, when I look through that, through that filter, yeah. that is all I see. I'll read the newspapers, I'll see the news, I'll, look, I'll find it, I will go and look from it. Yeah. yeah. So whatever's going on with inside you tends to happen outside of you, and that will then be reflected back to you. Right. Uh, as above, so below is obviously f- it's the conscious subconscious. Right. So the conscious mind is above, and uh, or, or or the subconscious above and below, and so what happens is we need to impress on our subconscious. So whatever we think about, we impress on our subconscious, and our subconscious then gives it back to us, so we experience it in our reality. Right. So that's sort of really like the, the law of correspondence. I could go into it in a lot more detail, yeah. but it really is simply that, that whatever is going on inside of you is what you tend to, will come on outside of you. It's just a reflection of uh, who you are or what your beliefs are or what you or, or who you are and how you yeah. see it and, and what you'll see. So... The, the thing that I say is that, you know, I don't, I don't watch the news anymore. I don't listen to read newspapers anymore. It's, I think it's complete nonsense, absolute tosh. And what happens as soon as I stop doing that, I, my whole worldview changed. And all of a sudden, I will speak to somebody who's still reading the news and watching the newspaper. And they tell me, oh, you know, terrorism and this and that and all the other. And, you know, stabbings and murders. And it's all really bad, terrible plays. And I think to myself, well, funny enough, I go, I go into town, I go to London, yeah, and, and, that, and I've, I've got people holding doors open for me, and all creeds and colours are drinking coffees, and everyone's, no one's running into shops and stealing and mugging and stabbing and all the rest of it. And I see this every day, and I don't see any of it. So, uh, so now my worldview's changed. So depending on 
what you what's going on with as within, yeah. it is without. And mm-hmm. so I see the world as a happy place full of lots of majority lots of happy, loving people, kind people just getting on with each other in the world. That's what I see, that's my experience. And I'm not going to get told any different. Now, you weren't be- always like that. Were no, you? I wasn't always like that. No. But the other thing as well is, is that now, <laughs> because of that, that's now my experience of the life that I get and the people that I'm with. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everyone's helping me. Everyone's loving. I've, I've, my, it's amazing. My my wild life right now, and the, it's just amazing. But I believe it's only amazing like that because I've changed, changed inside. inside. Exactly. That's it. That's... And and that ties in with what I learned. I mean, when Steve spoke to me about law of correspondence, it made sense of what I've learned. I was. When I first learned about law of attraction, I was taught what you believe will be your reality. And someone once said, what's light as a feather but strong enough to start a war? A belief. So I always knew that my belief was creating my reality. But some people find that difficult to grasp. The question is, well, how do you then change your beliefs? But it is absolutely true. What you believe is creating your reality. And people say to me, oh, yeah, but no, but I've, uh, it's, it's happened to me. So it's true. It's only happened to you because somewhere you the, it. Well, somewhere, <laughs> your belief. somewhere the belief is in your it was put into you, yeah. and either by your parents or by school, and later on it's cemented, and now you started drawing it to you yes. because you believe it to be true. Yes, and the belief is really that powerful. And some people, yes, they may be saying no. The, prob- the problem is with most people's beliefs is it's not theirs in the first place. Because yes, when I right. because when I go outside, I could believe everything that I'm told by everyone I speak to, or what's on the news, or in the newspapers, or on the radio, or whatever, and I could believe that this place is so bad, right? Yeah. Right. So I could take that belief, and now that belief, I'm going to attract it and see it. But because I don't no. believe it, I'm not attracting. It, I don't see it. It's really, and it's they're not my beliefs. No. My beliefs are. Well, I go out and I see lots of happy, loving, caring people just going about their day, doing their shopping, and everyone's and, trying and to do the same so, thing, trying to get on their lives. Just get on with their lives, and so so now my belief has changed. Guess what? Yeah, the reality's changed. changed. So that's a really key thing. And it it is literally that simple. You've changed your belief, your reality will change. And this is a difficult thing for people to grasp, but they've never experienced it. And a lot of my client, one of my clients, the lady I said I said we changed the her husband's ex. By changing my clients, she said to me, oh, I'll believe it when I see it. And I said to her, well, no, actually, you have to believe it to see it. Yes. And she didn't get it. She didn't believe me. But as soon as I did it, it changed. So you don't have to believe us to make for it to work. But just by changing your beliefs, it will naturally work. And it happens every single day. Yeah. And the more me and Steve clear with ourselves and other people, the quicker it happens. And the lady you were talking about, who's had all these amazing things happen, you... You tried to convince her for quite a while. Six months. Six months. And she was going, no, 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 it's not going to happen. No, no, no. Yeah. And she was resistant because of guilt and shame running. Yeah, and also, as well, and also as well, she was frightened because she thought I was going to go in and do brain surgery on her. And so it doesn't realise it's a really simple process that you can do and actually change yeah. it. But and, and yeah, and I think there was guilt and shame as well. And she was a bit scared. But now, all of a sudden, I've done three treatments and her life has completely changed. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's, it's, it's changed on such as It's a monumental scale just after yeah. three treatments. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing incredible. how much it's changed. Just in free training. And sessions. it's really interesting what you say because a lot of people do believe that when you, you look at your thoughts and beliefs, you're somehow messing with the mind. Yeah. And there's a lot of fear around that. Yeah. And people don't want their minds messed with. The DTO system doesn't do that. It's a process that we guide someone through. But all you're doing with DTO is finding a belief or finding a response and you're checking to see if it works for you. Yeah. It actually works for you. And if it's not working for you, you switch it off and you switch on something that does work for you. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Yeah. So you're in complete control. We just go, is it working for you? 
you check to see if it's working. If it's not, we switch it off and switch on something that you choose, yeah. that you choose in your head that is going to work for you better. There's no messing with your mind. You're just finding things that don't work. Yeah, absolutely. And I, so far, I would actually say I've had a hundred percent success rate on yeah. everything. I've yet failed. I've yet to fail with it. And I and I I strongly believe that I don't think I will fail because the the system's pretty full. And because you believe it, yeah, exactly what you get. Yeah. Um. And and we do get what we what we believe. And I've always known that. But the problem was, well, how do you change the belief systems? And I was always taught with belief systems. Now, this is one of the biggest myths I learned, and I didn't understand beliefs totally until I understood DTO. DTO gave me a new understanding of beliefs. So I want you to imagine your brain's like a giant switchboard, and if there's something in your life you want to manifest, you've got some switches on that are negative, that are stopping you from attracting it, and you've got some switches that are off that would help you attract it, but you've got the wrong belief. And all DTO does is flip the switch. Now, sometimes these can, be, these can be what we think are positive beliefs, and sometimes they can be negative. But the thing I was always taught about beliefs is that if you want to attract something, you've got to change your belief about the thing you want to attract. So if you want to make 100 grand and you believe money is evil, you've got to change money is evil. Now, sometimes that does work, but what happens when it doesn't work? And this is what I help people with. When it doesn't work, the reason is the belief that money is evil is not the problem. It's actually what I call a micro-belief. And a micro-belief is about yourself. And that belief lies underneath the belief that money is evil, and it's actually about you. It's a micro-belief, and micro-beliefs are I'm statements. So they're like, I'm weak, I'm powerless, I'm helpless, I'm stupid. I'm dangerous, I'm bad, I'm evil, I'm wrong, <coughs> I'm nasty, I'm not a nice person, yeah. or I'm strong, I'm, terrible. I'm powerful. Yeah. They're all I'm statements. And they exist under all of the beliefs about what you want to create, all of your beliefs in the past. And what the DTO system does is it, 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 it finds... Well, it follows the neural pathway from the, from the end result right the way to the root of the cause. That's a great way to describe it. That's it a follows way it back it. down it to the It follows that neural pathway from the, the top belief of yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm uh, no, how I'm money is evil. Money is evil. And, it, will, and it, will, it finds... It goes all the way down that neural pathway... To the, to the, to the seed. To the, to the seed, to yeah. the root, root yeah. about yourself... Switch that off, and then that belief about money is evil just goes. It just disappears, yeah. So if you have a belief that's running, that's not going, because you try clearing other ways, it's because you're not getting to the micro-belief. Now, obviously, we can't go into that unless that's actually quite an in-depth training micro-beliefs, but it's a very simple thing to actually do in reality and switch those off. And trying to work out your micro-belief now ain't going to help you. Don't try and do that. We're explaining what it is and how we do it. We just can't go into it on this podcast. Yeah. But once you find the micro-beliefs and we find the guilts and shames, then the problems start going away very quickly. Yeah, and the other thing as well is, is once you can do that as well, uh, you'll start manifesting quite quickly as well and it tends to happen It tends to happen <laughs> pretty instantly. In some it, 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 often it, depends, happens. it really depends on what it is that you're trying to attract. And you know, if you're trying to attract a, a, a tiny bear house, a 20-bedroom mansion with a swimming pool, I guarantee you're not going to switch off a belief and it's going to appear tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen know, tomorrow. But like I said earlier on, that once you've sowed the seed, you will be there'll be a bridge of incidences that will get you to that. Exactly. So people don't realise that that's actually going on. Is that once you've sowed the seed or the thing you're trying to attract won't happen instantly, but depending on the size or what it is or actually how it's going to happen, like you want to manifest someone into your life, there'll be a set of instances, a bridge of instances that will go from A to B to C to D to E to F to G yeah. to H to I to J to K. Then all of a sudden you'll get to Z. 
Yeah. And but you but naturally you just thought it was a natural process because you're just going about your normal day. But really, what's happened is is the the world has yeah sort of moved maneuvered itself it's and moved itself to what you want to what it wants. So you get there. So it's so creating the pathway the way to, to get there. Yeah, and you but, just got to follow it. But the universe knows the best way to it. And that's a direct road. Yeah, and that's the why you shouldn't try and make your manifestation or your law or the thing you're trying to attract work. That's why you've got to drop it. You've got to drop it because yeah. otherwise you're interfering with the process. Or you shouldn't try and work out how you got to do yeah, it. Yeah, how just visualize what you want. At, but once your beliefs are out of the way and the sabotage is out Gone. of the way, yeah. then it will happen naturally. And what will happen is you will have opportunities come and you will take inspired action based on your intuition. Yeah. So, yes, you may work long hours. You may graft hard. We did the talk today. It was it was fun. It was enjoyable. But we did four hour, We did a two-hour talk, but it lasted four <laughs> hours. We had so many questions, and they were so keen and so interested to learn. It was amazing. And we did four hours, and we came away feeling energised, yeah, but also time-drained. Yeah. But we had so much fun doing it. So was it hard work? Well, not really. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't it hard wasn't work. work at all. It was great. But we worked hard, and we're tired, and we're exhausted. Yeah. But we're still here doing the podcast now because we think we're so excited about yeah. it. But we still had to prep for that and do all that, and and we learned. We've spent years learning what we're doing, yeah. but clearing our belief system but, made it easy. And the other thing as well is what's not to say that this podcast is one of the bridge of incidences that are going to get us That's to right. our manifestation exactly, so and bring something else close. Yeah, to us. and we manifested Jackie into our lives. Yeah, we have done. What and, an amazing lady! And she's an amazing lady, and she's yeah. so knowledgeable herself, yeah. and she loves it, and and it happens constantly all the time. Yeah. So what we want you to take away from this is that if you're visualising or you're doing gratitude or you're doing your vision boards and it's not working, it's because of these two main things. Guilt and shame is in the way and you have a limiting belief about yourself, not about the problem, about yourself. And I'll just very quickly explain why that is because when you are um, have a belief about something that's negative often, it's you're in a fight and flight state. Yeah. And fight and flight is about you. It's about to get you out of danger. So all beliefs created in that moment must be about you, not about the danger. Yeah. So I'm Well, really the other thing as well is when you go into fight and flight, you're not being you, so therefore you can't attract the thing that that's you right. want because you're not really being you. Really being you. Yeah. And that's why when you switch the fight and flight off, when you go back to being you, some of the things you thought you wanted you don't want because you're now you, yeah. and you want other things. Yeah, and also and the things be, that you did, the things that you did want that come, that will appear. That will appear almost yeah. instantaneously. So it's really about bringing yourself back to you, and when you bring yourself back to you, your visualizations, your gratitude, your vision boards will work perfectly, yeah. and it'll be fun. Yeah, that's the best bit. Yeah. A visualization for me is now fun. I'm not actually... So Steve's brilliant at visualisation. He, he comes in and tells me what he's imagined. He sees it all. He feels it all. I'm not like that. So don't think that you have to be as good as him because he's brilliant. I'm not. I can see it and imagine it yeah. and I kind of feel it. Um, but I'm really good at doing that. I've still got, but I've got a few guilts and shames that have been blocking it. So, yeah, so, he, <laughs> so I'm so working on them. You're now. working on them. And the I'll other thing is, the more things you want, you're going to come up against other games... Uh, sh- uh, what am I saying? Guilts and shames... Yeah. That might block Sh- it. So, Shilts and games. Shilts and games. Yeah, it was so a great goal. He was. was well, I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, as you move through and you want more things, you will find other things come up. Yeah. Uh, so you are continually clearing things. So, but as long as you're aware of it, you keep clearing it. It becomes more easy, and yeah. then visualization becomes more fun. Yeah, and the other thing as well is that all of a sudden the things things start appearing, and then you then you start getting your faith back in the process. Yes, and you and you know because we we go in, we we hear it, we put we throw ourselves into it, and then it don't stop working. Then you lose hope. Then you lose faith. But 
and you think it doesn't work, but really it's really quite simple. There's some guilt and shames blocking it, and once you clear yeah. them, and all of a sudden a few things start appearing, all of a sudden you go, oh, oh, I'm excited, oh, I'm excited. Wow, that was good, and it's like, and you can start playing with it again. So. Yeah, and then it builds momentum. But, you get confidence, and yeah. you get more and, and more. Well, things. And as you're clearing more and more stuff, you're attracting more and more things, and yeah. that are in alignment with you, and your life changes. So, I think. We probably finished there. Yeah. Got anything that, else more to say? No, about? no, that's absolutely perfect. Because um, obviously we've, you know, this has been a, a quite a long podcast. I don't know what we're up to now, but uh, we was going to get to do uh, <laughs> half an hour. Bad yeah. per usual. We never we've do half an hour. It's just not possible. <laughs> I know you guys would love a really quick podcast, <laughs> but you need the right information, and we yeah. don't want to shorten the information for you just to make it shorter. Yeah. And if you can't spend an hour listening to something that will change your life then you're not ready to change your life, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. Uh, and no disrespect to anybody, but, you know, when I was first studying this... They can this, find would, an hour for the bill. They can find yeah. an hour for the bill <laughs> or, or for watching X Factor yeah. or Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. It won't change your life. It'll just keep you stuck. Yeah. Uh, and so an hour to listen to... It'll people, just trigger your guilt and shame if you want to. Yeah, to be honest, it would do. <laughs> um, and, and we're not saying anything wrong with those programmes, but they're not going to change your life. And if yeah, you want your life to change... You're staring at a screen hypnotised, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you've been hypnotised. But, but anyway. You, if you want to change your life, you've got to put some yeah. effort into it. We're not saying that. And and we think this is really valuable. And, and, That's why and, we're sharing and it. Get a lot, and we just want to share it. So we ne- they're not always short, but we hope you get a lot of value out of it. Yeah. Uh, and we hope it's been benefit to you and giving you some hope that you can actually get us to work for you. And uh, if if... Us talking about guilt and shame has triggered you slightly. That's okay. You can give uh, us a call. You can give us a call. We'll switch <laughs> off. No, we, yeah, no one being serious. Sometimes it does clear people. Yeah. It does trigger people. Sorry, and um, we don't. We, we're not intentionally purpose trying to do that. I mean, when you found out about guilt and shames, it triggered you slightly. Yeah, did, yeah. You wrote Very a whole much. list of 150 yeah. guilt and yeah, shame. Was, well, well, that was and, a page and a half. That was a page yeah, and a half. And it yeah. and it triggered. Triggered you yeah. to think you had that many girls and shames yeah. running. But as he worked through them, I mean, he, he, Steve's like a different man today. I mean, I barely recognise the man I saw, I met a year ago. He's completely different. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, so it is possible. It can be done. This is a brief explanation of why there's a few other things that are deeper that you can work on. And we're actually going to be running a training on this, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're going to do a training. Lord, we're going to actually do a proper workshop. We're going to a proper workshop teaching DTO system and how to switch uh, switch off the things that are blocking law of attraction yeah. Yeah. how to find and locate without analysis just find and locate easily your blocks and switch them off with DTO yeah, and, so get, can, and get the law of attraction working yeah. for you and and I pretty much say you'll probably find within the end of the four days that something would have shifted and something would have something would have happened something would have shifted automatically yeah automatically you would have attracted something, something I, I just just know that because of having yeah. what happens when we remove the guilt and shames of other people stuff happens pretty much instantaneously it, it, absolutely and so um, so that's really that'd be a big we're going to do that we're going to do a course so um, we're going to leave so anyway I, let's so if you want to uh, uh, find out more about what Jonathan does uh, with the pain as well because you obviously do the pain stuff yeah. uh, and obviously if you suffer from depression anxiety you can go to his website which is uh, decodingpain.com if you uh, like my voice and you'd like to work with me and uh, you need some help with emotional or mental or trauma which is probably my speciality you can uh, contact me or visit my website which is healingthemind.co.uk um, if you want to uh, talk or interested in us coming into your company or your business, shameless plug this, but we, we also do that. And so um, there, 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 there's plenty of solutions for what we, could, what we do and how we can help you. Uh, I would really appreciate it as well if you could like and share the, uh, the, the, share the podcast. The podcast. Many people Please do. And, and, we, and if you're interested in doing the Law Attraction course and learning more about it, then just email us 
at uh, what's our what's our insideoutaffectedgmail.com yeah and, and we'll put you on the list for when the course becomes available. We think about doing August, September time. Yeah, August, September. Uh, yeah. If you want to know more information, it's just a, an email list for more information. There's no yeah. no pressure to sign up for anything. It's just to uh, to find out more. If you want to find out more info, just email us at insideoutaffect at gmail.com and we'll we'll send out more information for you. Yeah, great. So, uh, well, I hope this has been a, a benefit to you. I hope you've enjoyed the uh, the podcast. We are going to be back next week and I don't know what we're actually going to do. What, we, what should we do next week? That's I don't think we discussed it because I've been away, haven't I? So, yeah, so we'll, we'll leave that a surprise for you guys because yeah, so we're, we're not going to... Episode not sure. six, five, six, the surprise. The so, surprise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're do that. Um, but we'll be, what we'll do is we'll have something that's obviously very pertinent to um, your emotional state or your mental state or when we might even do trauma because I think we haven't covered sure, trauma. We haven't covered that. trauma. No, We've no, not we covered trauma, trauma, actually. actually. No, let's cover trauma. Yeah, and that's something that I've been, you know, really You're very passionate about when I'm very passionate with it. I'm very good trauma. at Yeah, I like to think I am. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Yeah. So maybe well, we your clients speak for themselves. Your yeah. results speak for themselves. Yeah. You're very good at it. So. Yeah. So, right. So that's that's it for today, uh, for this week. Thank you for joining us. Um, so uh, we'll see you on the next edition of the Inside Out Effect podcast. Uh, I've been your host, Stephen Jates. So goodbye. And from you, Jonathan. Uh, take care, everyone. Have a great week. And I really look forward to sharing more information with you next week. And I really hope you enjoy this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.